Good day, everyone. This is Indie Mixtape, where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host, Monty, here joined by my precious co-host, Caitlin. How are you, Caitlin? Hello, I'm good. How are you, Monty? I'm good. I'm good. I'm in pain, but we're pulling through. We're pulling through. Uh, and today we have a very, very special guest, Bullet Points Monthly Own. Yusuf Cole, how are you, Yusuf? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited. Thank you for agreeing. I know it was a bit of a wait. I know I like asked you like a month ago, but thank no, you. No, it was good. You gave me gave me some heads up. That's I appreciate that. You know, of, of course, of course. Time to play video games in this exactly. economy. <laughs> I may I, I may have finished one of my games today, so. <laughs> Same. You know, that's a good indicator of like how much I procrastinate and how little time I have. So time that's is a fake. Big mood. Time is especially fake. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's still the middle of quarantine. Um, things are still a mess. Uh, I feel like that's how we start every episode of this show, <laughs> dude. I literally don't think this is ever gonna end, but I'm chill about it. I love being home. I love being with my dog. I like watching Let's Plays. <laughs> right now I'm watching Detroit Become Human because I'm not Why? Because I'm not buying that terrible fucking game, but I want to It's very know. funny. It's, it's a funny so, game. It's, it is very funny. <laughs> um, I'm watching it with my roommate, and we're watching this particular YouTuber kind of playing it, and he's just really fucking dumb, and we've been angry about that for like the past three hours. <laughs> but I'm going to finish it because I want to have discourse. I want to argue with people. Uh, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Like you're gonna hit Twitter and like, with, with the hot takes? Oh, I had one this morning. Um, and I had to like text Caitlin like, "Is this too too spicy?" <laughs> I have because <laughs> I realized in video games they have like this like well my roommate pointed it out they have like this same depiction of like homeless people and I don't think any of these AAA games have ever seen a homeless person before. Um. And I, that's an issue for me. But I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till the whole game goes through. Maybe it changes. I don't think it won't. But I mean, I, th- I think yeah. It's like especially with David Cage games. I feel like it's always the same, like weird fire barrel, <laughs> like it's, it's, <laughs> hobo cheek. Like it's so strange. It, yeah, that man's games have not changed at all. Like from Heavy Rain forward, which like I Heavy Rain is like a guilty pleasure game for me. But like, dear God, man, he yeah. just hasn't very, left the house. Very extremely guilty, <laughs> extremely on the guilty part. Oh, absolutely! Yes. It's like, I feel like, I like every time I'm yeah. like, man, I kind of liked that game. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I can't tell anybody about this. <laughs> like it's no, a real, I, like a real guilty pleasure. No, I'll own it because then, like, listen, if I cancel me, then there's nothing left. You know, you just you just yeah. put it all out there. Sure, you know, pre- preemptive canceling. <laughs> Over it's, fucking it's new, heavy rain. <laughs> yeah. David Cage, you got us. Um, <laughs> but this is not a podcast about David Cage. I wish it could be. I could talk shit about him all day. Um, but no, this is a podcast about indie games. And this month, we all played a short hike, which was suggested by Yusuf. Thank you. Um, I want to start off by saying, A Short Hike was a very, like, I think, Monty and Caitlin game, 
Mm -hmm. Uh, this was very cute, so thank you, Yusuf. I was very happy with it. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Like likewise. I'm glad it was good. Before I keep talking about it, I want to hear everyone's, like, initial thoughts on it, how they felt, um, because I had a lot of nice, deep thoughts. But, Caitlin, Yusuf, when did you guys go? Uh, I mean, something I wrote on Twitter was, was that how I like, I really like how the game... Uh, feels like you're visiting a world versus the world is there to cater to you. Um, even though, like, it's obviously that's still what it's doing. Just the fact, just like the writing is so good in the game. Like, just like outstanding comedy writing. It was where so everybody good. Is so funny and so like kind of everyone has seems to have kind of like a a very like sardonic attitude. <laughs> towards your presence where they're just like what are you doing here you know get out of here or like kind of like you could help me out with this i guess but i'm I'm gonna go on and do my own thing so like i uh, my tweet was about the the marathon because like you see a few characters where they're like oh i I lost my marathon shoes and like you kind of you're like oh this is the beginning of a quest i get it i'm seeing the hints and then you get to the runners and then you're like can i sign up to run the marathon and they're like, no, the sign up was like a month ago. Do you know how like runs work? <laughs> like, <laughs> you have to sign up ahead of time, and then like you just can't do it. And I thought that was great <laughs> because you, you just like, I'm like load ma- load off my shoulders. Do marathons actually work? I've never ran a marathon in my life. I don't plan on to. But you can't just <laughs> sign up like day you can't off. just you can't just roll up to the marathon. Yeah, they like they have to like plan for like occupancy. I think. What if I just like decided to run with them? Can they stop me? They can't. They don't. They can't stop you. And it's kind of unfair because you're a bird. <laughs> <laughs> what about in real life? Can they stop you? Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're real already life. running. <laughs> might as well um, run from something. I feel like they might. <laughs> Actually, like I love that Monty's logic is to win the marathon. I will run away from security. Yeah, that's true. If you're fast enough, you'd probably beat them. Like I don't know if they'll try that hard, but they probably would be like, "Can you?" Yeah, like, can you not? I have to Google that later. That sounds like it would be fun. That was actually that reminded me of like um, I th- I don't know which marathon it was. It was like science, but you know, at first it was like all men. And then when it became like um like anybody could do it, like it was like this weird um brown versus board event. Like Oh no like bullshit where the guys were like, Get out of here, lady and there's like oh one woman God. running it and they were like kind of harassing her the entire time. And there's like these pictures of them just kinda of like yelling at her as she runs. So it probably is not at that level. Oh my God. <laughs> um but you're like it, yeah. She she you know she ran despite a lot of um, contrary uh, in, uh, contrary like reinforcement I guess so yeah 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 Caitlin help me <laughs> yes. help me infiltrate a marathon come on okay <laughs> once you move I'll come to New York and we'll uh, put you in a marathon dude I I will run for like a minute and then I'll be good um. <laughs> My legs can't do that. You'll run uh, just enough to stick it to the system, and then <laughs> you'll stop running. <laughs> I'll feel good. I'll come home like, yeah, fuck yeah. My point was made. <laughs> Got some steps in. <laughs> um, Keelan, what are your what are your thoughts on the game before we kind of go into it more? 
I had like an up and then a down and then an up again with this game because I was playing it and I really liked it and I was like, oh, like it's contained enough that like having to do this stuff to get these feathers or whatever isn't annoying. And then I started trying to climb the mountain and I needed like a fuck ton more feathers than I had. And then I was like, fuck this game. Um, how dare it make me have to do all this work? I was having a nice time. Uh, and then it wasn't that bad. And then I managed to get like, I think I ended the game with like 14 feathers. Um, so then it was fine. And then I, and then I said, fuck you side quests. And then I finished the game. Um, but I liked the music and it was very cute. Um, my, my thoughts. Um, (laughs) so I say it like it's bad. No, I love this game. Uh, I'm just dramatic. So I've, I've been kind of on like a kick with like campy sort of, like, forest games lately. Like, me and my roommate, we've just been watching a lot of Let's Plays, and we just finished Until Dawn. Um, I replayed Firewatch just to feel something, and now I played this, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, there's, like, a theme here. Maybe I should just go camping. Um, That's legit, because it definitely feels like you're like, I wish I was here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feeling- seems like you're doing some wish fulfillment with these games, Monty. <laughs> You know, that's not a conversation for here. That's a conversation for a professional. Um, <laughs> so I I really, really liked it. I played around with a lot of, like, the little effects that you're able to do. So I know you could add, like, more definition. I know when you start out in the game, it's, like, really pixely. And that, like, gives it kind of, like, a style. But I played around with, like, giving it more definition. And I'm a fan of the highest setting of definition, it gave it more of like a retro feel and it kind of hurt my eyes after a little bit. So I gave it the most definition and then they look like clay and they look delicious. I wanted to eat them, but <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> they just look so everything looked tasty. Like the bushes look like little niblets. The trees look like cakes. Like they just, the game looked delicious. Um, but I, we can talk about feelings in a bit. Uh, before we go into that i do want to talk more about the game so the initial story is you play as claire i believe yes. and she is a cute little bird who is helping out her aunt who's a park ranger at this beautiful is it an island or is it just part of like a state i think it's an island it seems like an island they do drive there though maybe they take a ferry i don't know maybe it's just like a really like weird like what are the like an archipelago is that the thing whatever florida is peninsula it could be Mm. it has island qualities it's it has island vibes i don't remember getting getting into an area where there was like more land that i couldn't get to yeah i also couldn't tell i swam around a lot and i couldn't tell if i had ever gone fully around or not um i don't know this place had a lot of land and it's a lot to travel through and find stuff. So in the story, you're trying to find reception for a call from later that you find from your mother. And you guys have a really nice talk um, before we get into things. There will be spoilers. If you haven't played it, play it, come back, listen to it, because I do want to talk about what happened at the end. Because um, that phone call with the mom is definitely a me phone call with my mom. And it just meant a lot. 
Um, I want to start by saying what I really, really liked in this game, and I know Caitlin, uh, you dropped it like after a while of playing the game. I really liked the side quests, and that's something I don't often do in games. I kind of just like want to get through the story and finish, and that's it. But I really like the little connections that you have to characters, and it kind of broke the mold for me of having to repeatedly talk to these characters over and over because each message was different. Um, And that's something I really haven't experienced with other games, except for Animal Crossing, where they're like yelling at me because I'm annoying them with the same question over and over. Um, I thought that was really cute. And I think my favorite story was the one with the bunny where she lost her red haired like headband, her lucky one. And, like, a chameleon who was a regional champion for running, like, said, like, she can just have it because I want her to compete. She noticed it wasn't the same sweat marks. And then later she kind of realizes, like, oh, well, you can have it. I'll I'll just get by if I believe in myself. And that was really nice. I got emotional because it was 2 a.m. and that felt really (laughs) good. Did you guys have any... Yeah, did you guys have any, like, side quests that you guys really liked at all? Like, any little stories that resonated with you? It's probably the first one where, uh, like, you run into the... I mean, I guess depending on where you run, but that... Um, I don't know what animal it was. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I kept it on pixel mode, so I didn't know what any animal was. They, <laughs> was they like, all... Yeah, blob. Yeah, they all animal. looked crazy. <laughs> um, but it was one of the kids on the beach where it was like, give me 15 shells. Yeah. Like, even though, like, that's, like, a transparently, like annoying side quest. like it's like just based on like the trope of the annoying fetch quest in games where they they kind of give you an arbitrary number of things to collect and bring back um and but it, it kind of like lampshaded it and really in a really funny way so you like collect all the shells and come back and then the, then like they're like thanks and then you're just like what's you're not gonna like do anything about it and they're like nope you did it <laughs> like leave me leave me alone now <laughs> and then like then the but then make the shells into like a necklace for your uh for your aunt. Um and then like when you give it to her, she's like, That's so nice. Like this person must have worked so hard <laughs> on, these, <laughs> on collecting these shells and then you're just like, you know what, never mind. <laughs> like you you kind of give up on like taking credit for it. And she's like a a funny, like silly side quest. It's really cute. I don't know if the kid had like a crush on the aunt or just wanted to do something with it. I'm not sure what the narrative or the intent was there. I think it was implying I mean, yeah. that they were related. Because I think she called yeah. her like Aunt May or something. Yeah. Um, that that one was mine too because I liked. It. I feel like that was a good example of what Yusuf was talking about earlier with the like, you know, like you're visiting this world. It's not catering to you. Like that kid literally says like. I don't know you anything. Uh, <laughs> and then you're like, okay. And they're like, actually, I do have something for you. It's another job. And you're like, <laughs> okay. And then when you do it, the kid just fucking gives you more shells. <laughs> <laughs> they just like basically like slap your shoulder and basically say like, good job, champ, and walk away. Like, it's so good. Yeah, I really love being kind of uh bullied by these <laughs> by these animal characters it's like animal crossing could use some of this edge you know i feel like yeah, they're too nice they're too nice well, but i thought there was like it was weird because i saw a bunch of screenshots of like old animal crossings where they are mean to you 
And then I'm like, there's not enough of that in this new Animal Crossing. And I feel like this game really filled that <laughs> filled yeah. that urge I seem to have where I was like, I need these animals to kind of be assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that little kid said fuck gentrifiers for sure. Um... <laughs> 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 um I'm trying to think of, like, the other little side stories. I know where you have to, like, collect the shuffle. Um, oh, yeah. That... I, oh, I just I just thought it was funny that he was like, no, I need the shovel. And you're like, don't you want, like, a smaller shovel? And he's like, that seems vague. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was going to build a sandcastle with a fucking, like, giant fucking shovel. I would have loved to see that. <laughs> oh, my God. But I love that he was literally like, bet, prove it to me. Prove that there are smaller shovels. A likely story. Yeah. <laughs> and then I love too that Claire's just like, yeah, okay. And then she just does that. Like, she's just like, yeah, man, look at this little shovel. Pretty dope, right? <laughs> and they are duly impressed. I love it. Yeah, the the writing, yeah, for sure was so good. Because it was just, the whole game was just really funny. Um, I don't know how long it took for you guys to play it, but I finished it in like four, five hours. Because I was just kind of fucking around and like looking at everything and all the colors. Um, but it was a really, really short game. I thought it was going to be longer, but I would kind of wish it was. Hey. Sorry, my dog's being funky. I mean, it said it was a short hike. <sighs> you know, you're right. It's truth in advertising. <laughs> For once. Finally, some ethics. <laughs> Something that I also really liked about this game was the music. The music was perfect. The music um, was so good. It was so cute. And I'm not one to buy vinyls but will i buy a vinyl of this game if it ever came out yeah yeah it was it was <laughs> really really cute and i enjoyed it along with like the style of coloring that they chose for this game too it just felt really comforting and that might come from me really liking autumn or me just thinking the color orange is very inviting but i really really like the little colors and everything um Something that I also really liked is just the amount of, like, little details and little places that you can find. I know you can go off into, like, islands near this, like, forest thing. Um, mm -hmm. And you can talk to, like, a toucan. You can find these little, like, I don't want to say mines because I hope not. Does it say that they're <laughs> mines in the game? They look like mine shafts. They do look like mine shafts. There's also pickaxes, like, outside of them, so... I do like when you go through them and you tell, then you tell your aunt, she's like, you shouldn't have gone in there. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It was I like clearly boarded up. I like that Claire's reaction is just basically like, LOL. <laughs> I also really like that one kid who fucking, like, venture capitalists the golden feathers out of the visitor center. Oh, he, like, he, like scalped them all? He was like, this yeah. is mine now. He was so I, was like, I was like, damn, fuck this kid. Wasn't he wearing a coat, too? I think so. I love him. It was fun, though, because then you're like, what's your deal? <laughs> and then he's like, whatever. And then you just like, it's like when it's one of those interactions where you keep like interacting and then you get more out of him. <laughs> he was trying yeah. to pay for school. <laughs> I'm such a sucker. I'm such a sucker. <laughs> By extorting people. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, no, I I really really like this game. Um, I think the end with like the call with the mom is something that like I really relate to, and I have a nick to make everything about me, especially when it comes with video games. But having a mom that specifically keeps stuff from you because you know you're gonna worry. Um, Caitlin knows that for sure. Mm-hmm. is is something that I deal with a lot. And I was just like, oh, this is a call-out to me personally. I don't like this. I don't like this ending. But it was really worth with all the coloring and just, like, kind of, like, little fly moment and just going around the island. And this game is just really beautiful. Uh, It's just so pretty. I don't know. I just didn't have anything bad to say about it. It was just perfect. Which is a twofer because I think we I liked like the last game that we played a lot and Caitlin, we're just doing a good job with these games lately. We just like everything. It's great. Yeah. Indie games just keep being good. How about that? <sighs> Finally. <They> get... <laughs> Indie games are good again. Twenty twenty. Uh but yeah, would you guys recommend this game to other people that might be listening? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think I want to like change the framing around it a little bit though, because I feel like people make it out to be a little bit more of like a in like a like outrightly feelingsy game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. like I was definitely expecting more of like a Celeste than what we actually experienced, um, which I was happy about because I actually really liked the tone and the fact that like it was you know about her worrying about her mom, but it was also about her like. I don't know, maybe being depressed or, like, you know, feeling unmotivated or whatever. And, like, there was, like, a lot going on and, like, you know, talking. It kind of had Night in the Woods energy a little bit, um, which I liked. And so I guess that's how I pitch it, is, like, it's like Animal Crossing meets Night in the Woods. That's pretty good. Cross. That's a good, that's a, that's a good sell. That'd be good, yeah. I... Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I would agree. I mean, I would agree. Um, and yeah, I think that like the, I mean, it's kind of nice that the storyline is very, very like, um, minimal and there's very few, like, like the main interaction is like, it reminds actually, actually reminds me a little bit of Mutazone or Mutazione or like, I forgot know how to sell it, say it, but like, did you guys play that game? Like, we did. I did. Yeah. I had feelings talk talk about mom issues um in the game like there was a lot and i mean obviously it didn't go into that depth um but it reminded me a little bit of that because it was like you're like kind of there's like this like you know pick imagined um home city turf and family like and you're like on a vacation from that so you get to kind of like lay your hair down a little bit, but also you're still like tied to that, um, which is like um, I think a really good. It captures the feeling of a vacation very well, um, or at least, at least one, especially one that's like not really your idea per se, um, that you're just kind of yeah. brought brought out on and like forced to have fun. Um, <clears throat> and like yeah, I think it it ser- like it matches that like it matches that premise or tone without like like going into it like it is like really a tone piece more than it is a like a traditional narrative so 
so like you can you also can just like completely not even like um interact with that aspect of it if you don't want to like you can just kind of treat it as a really like more like animal crossing where it's like just mm-hmm. like um kind of a relaxation simulator yeah um, but it's cool that that tone exists like where it, where you can also engage with it on and and relate it more to like things that we've probably all like been through to some, to some extent no i i agree i i want to bring up kind of i don't know if the right words analogy but like the iceberg picture of like surface level stuff and then like everything underneath it i think like primary well all gamers really um we're looking at the whole iceberg and going through the whole emotions of the iceberg but with this game um you touched upon it both of you we're just kind of touching like the surface level stuff um because I also got, like, Knights in the Woods vibes, but I thought it was going to bring up, like, other stuff, but it only kind of touched, like, the tip of it, not the whole thing that we've kind of, like, had with, like, other games. Um, but this game was really good, and it's only, like, three hours if you're not digging around like I did. Um, it's very good. We all recommend it. You guys can play it. If you want a break from very heavy stuff you're probably playing the last of us part two um this is a good break from that it really is it's as someone who just played all of that game this is better it's a good it's a good chase it's a good chaser (laughs) (laughs) where you're just like oh yeah games can be like this too (laughs) exactly it's so Uh, wonderful to like play a game that had like an editor (laughs) yeah oh my god I'm not ready for this shade just yet. Troy Baker might come <laughs> after me. I'm not ready for that. Um, alrighty. So a short hike is developed by Adam Guryu. And it was published by Adam Guryu. And it is available on only PC for now. It was in the racial justice bundle on itch. <sighs> so you probably have it. It's so many games. I I get so overwhelmed looking at the itch bundle, and <laughs> I have too much to play. I'm like, this is the first time I've felt like this in a very long time. Um, but yeah, yeah. Now we're gonna roll into the games that we have played. Uh, Caitlin, do you, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, so my first game is actually another game that's in the itch bundle. Uh, it is called Signs of the Sojourner, and uh, sorry, it was developed by Echo Dog Games, um, and it is basically a narrative deck builder about navigating through conversations, and it fucking slaps. Um, it's I, I feel like by now everybody has noticed that like I really, really, really love deck builders, um, but most of them are like kind of junk food to me, like. I'm sure Monster Train probably has, like, some fucked up fantasy stereotypes in there, but, like, literally when I play, it's just, like, no thought, head empty, like, just having a good time. Um, But this one is cool because, like, on top of having, like, really interesting deck building mechanics, it's also, like, taking on the nuance of how we communicate with each other and, like, how the way that you phrase something can change, you know, how someone receives it. And, you know, like, how conversations can turn out differently based on, you know, what you say and what the other person is interpreting you saying. Um, And it's also set in this, like, kind of 
it's not quite Mad Max, like, bleak, but it's, like, dusty like that um, of an apocalypse. And you are a kid whose mom used to run a shop and also, like, go out on this caravan trail to, like, get stuff for the shop. And so, like, she has passed away, so now your best friend is going to run the shop while you go get stuff. And so, like, every uh, town that you're in, you know, you have opportunities to have conversations with different people, and that can lead to you, like, getting new items for the shop or, like, building new relationships. And it's it's just interesting, and I like it. What is this game like? Because I'm looking at it right now. Would you relate this to, like, other games that you might have played before other than Monster Train? Yeah, it's not quite... Monster Train's funky because it has, like, the tower defense shit in it, too. Um, it's kind of like... Is it just straight, like, deck building? There's, like... Kind of. It's, like, it's kind of, like... I don't want to say babies first because that sounds, like, pejorative. But it's, like, it's definitely, like, a more, like, boiled down version because it is focusing more on, like, the way that the cards can mimic language than trying to have, like, a really, like, strict like, crunchy set of rules, um, but you do, like, as you go, like, you pick up, um, the whole card system, like, all of the cards have different symbols on them, and so, like, if you want a conversation to go positively, like, you need to match your symbol with the symbol that came before it, um, and if you don't, it causes, like, negative feelings in the conversation, um, and sometimes there are conversations where, like, you just don't have the language cards to, like, like, quote-unquote win the conversations. Like, there are just some conversations that, like, are just going to go badly because you just don't have the language to have them. Um, and it's just, it's really cool. Like, I'm not, like, enough of a linguistics person to, like, really be able to, like, eloquently talk about the cool shit it's doing with language, but what my, like you know, understanding of it. it. It's pretty fucking neat. That sounds really cool. I don't think I've heard of, like, a game that kind of plays around with language like that, so that's really interesting. Mm. Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> I also like that it's, e- not, it's easy. It's not easy, but babies first. Like, I'm, uh, I'm not very good at card games or deck building games. Yeah, uh, I feel like it yeah. doesn't, especially because, like, it's more, like, story-driven, right? Like, you're doing it in the context of a conversation as opposed to, like, you have to, like, 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 well, I was playing Thronebreaker God in January, which feels like 100 years ago, and that's, like, you have to be, like, this Gwent game is actually you fighting zombies! Like, you know, like, it's a different vibe, so mm-hmm. it's, like, less pressure, and I feel like also, too, it's literally just, like, a matching game, so... It's just, yeah, it's very, like, boiled down, and I think that makes it, like, a lot more approachable. That's good. That's good. Okay, that's good to hear. Um, Before I continue, Yusuf, do you have one game or two games to share? Uh, Just just one. Okay, awesome. Do you want to go next? Sure. Alrighties. Um, <clears throat> I um, played If Found by Dreamfeel um, and loved it. <laughs> It's so good. And, oh, it's on iOS? That's great. <laughs> because <laughs> It's an app game? Yeah, I mean, just because, like, whenever I try and, like, share games with people, like, I'm like, most people don't have Steam and PCs and stuff. Just in my friend group, so it's just, like, no. It's just like having, being able to, like, sh- like share games um, outside of that is always awesome. And Yusuf, do you yeah. have Apple Arcade? I do. 
Let me tell you, it's changed my world. Yeah, I know. Mobile it's gaming kind of is really great. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so what is If Found about? So If Found is kind of an... Uh, it's kind of funny. I'm almost saying inter interactive fiction, but, but it's because I'm reading it as If, like IF. <laughs> um, and, and, and it is, and I guess it's, that's kind of what it is. Um, it's mainly like kind of a, like a, a novel storytelling mechanism to tell a, a specific story where basically in the game um, you are <clears throat> kind of following the story of this woman, Cassio, um, and uh, it's, it sort of tracks like a few years of, of her life and um, kind of issues with like family issues um, where she's trans and her mom doesn't really, uh, doesn't have the language to, to discuss it with her and it's like there's like all this friction in the family and then also finding kind of this this adoptive this new family uh with this this band of of like kind of sim similarly aged peers kind of a queer group that she kind of uh participates in and you kind of follow all these tracks and the way it's told is in i mean you kind of it is like a beat by beat story but like it's told in all these really cool imaginative ways essentially the main thing you're doing in the game is erasing things, which is kind of great. Um, I guess the I, I was thinking it must be like in the title, like that that thing with like government documents, where it's like "if found, please destroy," is like the premise for that. Um, but you're basically most of the story is, is is happening on the pages of her of her like notebook journal diary, where there are drawings there. Are, it, it's almost like a, it's very it feels very much like a comic book um where there's like a lot of line art and a lot of um really nice composition along with just written words and you're like you kind of read a section and then when you're done with it you can erase it and then the it'll move on to the next piece so if you're basically going through her journal and erasing all these entries as you see them um and at the same time there's also like this kind of like far far-fetched like science fiction story because she's like an really into like astronomy and science fiction so there's like a parallel story uh, about like the universe ending um and like her being an astronaut that has to figure out why that's happening and um yes and uh it's just like really it's a beautiful game and it's also like really the story is really um heartfelt and really like really impactful like i think that it was like I just got really caught up in the characters, like, like, like I think they're they're cast as like feeling very real and really grounded. Um, where you're like, oh, I could totally like picture this person, and like, um, and yeah, I think that I recommend anyone play it. I think it's really like uh, a really great example of of what games can do uniquely because it's like it is a linear story, but like the way that it's presented is just like it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same if you were just like watching it play play out like the fact that you're kind of like participating in the essential erasure of of like of of her memory of or not memories but like her like written memories uh this part this kind of troubling part of her life um you're reading it but then you're destroying it and then like kind of moving through these layers as they happen where you're kind of like you're bouncing from to different parts of the page and then it'll kind of like zoom through the whole page and you're like in another space 
Um, a lot of like really cool layering of of you know basic line art that makes it feel really rich and like um, immersive, which is cool. Does it play like a visual novel? Um, parts of parts of it do have like kind of like talking heads with like lines under them, but there's not really cho- there's not too much like choice making in terms of like like kind of being able to choose one or the other line or branch of dialogue. You are kind of just like following the story. Um, but at the end, like the last act, is a is kind of a cool. I mean, I, I don't know if I won't go too into it because I don't want to spoil it too much. <laughs> um, but like there are ways that you can like kind of influence it. It's sort of like Kentucky Route Zero, where it's like. The story is like already there, but like you can kind of like pick how it's told. Um, but the, also, like I feel like what's cool about the erasing mechanism is that, like it. I don't know. I, just, I really it made me feel like I was like di- directing the game, <laughs> or that I was like setting the pace of the game. I don't know if that was me, but um, where I was able to basically like, uh, you know, you're like this beat happens, and then you're like, I'm gonna let this sit for a bit. <laughs> Then I'm gonna move on to the next to the next scene, and like kind of you're kind of like directing how how fast or how slow things are happening. And it doesn't, and it's not the same as like turning pages on a book because it feels more like um, you are like transitioning the scenes, basically. Interesting. Okay, I haven't I haven't played it yet. I heard it's very feelsy, and I'm very scared mm-hmm. of that. Um, yeah, fair. same. It came <laughs> out like right around the same time that um, a summer's end did. And so I was like, absolutely fucking not. Um, but maybe later in the year. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear very wonderful things about it, and it's really good to hear that like you very much enjoyed it too. Um, I'm very interested because like I I haven't seen anything about the game. I know just wrote a really beautiful piece about it, but like I don't know how it plays. I don't know what's going on. So this is really good to hear. Mm. Maybe, maybe if I want to be in a hole for a little bit, I'll play it. But I'll need my dog to be next to me the whole time, just in case. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah, it'll definitely you'll want some space <laughs> like, <laughs> after it. Yeah, is this game only on PC? Do you know? No, it's also on iOS. Oh, yes. Then <laughs> oh, I might. Hmm, I'm looking at my application store right now. All right, cool, cool. Thank you so much. I might play this, Caitlin. If I cry, be there. Um, you know I got, I got you. you. <laughs> All righty. So a game that I'm going to be talking about today is Transistor. I played this a few times in the 23 years of my life, and I decided to come back to it to not today, but last week. Um, I needed something familiar to play, especially with, like, a lot of the really horrible news that were going on online, um, especially through the gaming industry. Um, It felt... I wouldn't... Alienating is not the right word. It just felt lonely. Um, I think being a girl in the gaming industry is very lonely. Um, So I wanted to feel some sort of, like, familiarity. And... I wanted to play Transistor. Also, because I just miss this chick singing. It's just so fucking good. And this game is by Supergiant Games. Um, I vocally have talked about it every year, at least once. And (laughs) it's just because I'm very, very, very attracted to 
the sword's voice, the transistor's voice. It's just so, so <laughs> good. And if for any reason you guys haven't played it, um, this is kind of like a dungeon crawler, and it kind of sets in future where the government's kind of fucking you, and they take away your voice, and you're trying to get it back and find out what goes on. Um, spoiler alert, the transistor is noted to be your boyfriend or husband, and his soul goes into the sword. And he's helping you guide through these really amazingly designed bosses and enemies. I don't know why I keep coming into this, like, game. I don't know why I keep coming back. I don't play games on repeat often. And it's not like I felt any, like, really strong emotions about this game. This game is just fun to me. Uh, and it just felt really, really nice to play this game while kind of seeing this sort of thing on Twitter go down, um, especially because it's scary. And having kind of a sense of, like, no, I'm, I'm, I know what this is. I'm coming back into it um, with this game really, really helped me. So this game is available, I think, on all platforms now. I don't know about Xbox. I don't dabble into there, but I know it's on <laughs> PC. <laughs> I don't know it... those parts. <laughs> I, I know it's on PC. I know it's on PS4. I don't think it's on Switch, but it should be. I think it's a perfect Switch game, but I think everyone says that about Switch. And... It's true, though. You're right. <laughs> you should get on that. But yeah, no, Transistor is beautiful. Uh, the graphics are so nice. The music is just chef's kiss. It's just so good. It's so good, and it's just aged so beautifully. Um, I recommend it. I don't like dungeon crawlers, but I recommend it. Yeah, I really yeah. like playing when I played it years ago, I guess, at this point. Um, but yeah, it's so gorgeous. And you're right. the The music and the and like the voice acting, so it's good. It's just so good. Super Dry Games did <laughs> such a good job. Oh my god! If I can scream right now, I would. <laughs> Actually, um, met, I met Logan Cunningham before. Which how was, awesome. was it? How was it? It was. You know, I was like, didn't I? I feel like I, you know, what do you say? You're just like your voice is amazing. <laughs> I didn't Dude. say that to his face. <laughs> Your voice and just like a round of applause and then yeah, just go. Just everybody clap for this man. <laughs> but he's a he's like super nice guy. Oh, that's so good. Um, I know with Super Giant, I know one of our team members, Andrew, has been playing Hades and he's been in the group chat kind of talking about it. And I think that's also another dungeon crawler. I haven't it's touched like Hades rogue, at all. It's a, a roguelike, I believe. I now that I have my PC, I wanna download it. Um, cause it seems like it fucking slaps. And just got like a new update too, right? I think oh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Um, it's tough to hear cause rogues, they're my enemy, but we'll see. Andrew keeps- You've been getting better at him though. <sighs> That's cause I'm growing brain cells as we speak in <laughs> this quarantine. Um, we'll see. I mean, it's super giant. I want to support them. They've been doing so much and like. Pyre itself just deserves everything. So if it's Pyre related to uh, fucking dodgeball, I love it. Um, but... It's holy basketball. 
Uh, Caitlin, what is another game that you've played? Uh, so my other game that I played is Umurangi Generation. Um, I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Um, it is a game by uh, Ori Game Digital, and it is by a Maori dev from New Zealand, and it is about uh, photography. And the art is really cool. It's like very, um, I don't know the right word. It doesn't really have like outlines. Everything's kind of like, it kind of all looks like spray paint a little bit. Um, which, like, plays into the themes, because a lot of, like, the places that you go are where, like, you and your friends are, like, hanging out while they do, like, street art, or, like, going through, like, a military base or whatever, um, and so, like, you're playing as a photographer who gets, um, every level is, like, a job, essentially, and you're getting paid to find these photo bounties, um, so it'll be, like, take a picture of, like, two markers and then like take a picture of this mountain take a picture of like people doing this pose and so like you have to get all of them to pass and then um you have a time limit too um and it's cool and it's interesting and like I was listening to Dia talk about it and she was talking or maybe maybe she was doing it on the Twitter I can't remember but she was talking about how like it makes sense because like, that's what, like, real-life photography is like, um, you know, is, like, having specific shots that you're supposed to get and, like, having time limits, and if, like, you don't, you know, hit your deadlines and stuff, like, you're not gonna make as much money and you're maybe not gonna get, like, the same quality job so you don't afford, like, the telephoto lens or whatever, um, and I think that's really neat, um, that said, playing it is not my favorite thing, just because I really suck at games that are like, find this thing in the environment, and that's like all this game is. So I fuck up the time part of the levels like all the time, and it takes me like forever to figure out how I like can maneuver to take the pictures and shit. So it's like really stressful for me, but it's a very cool concept, and I think if you're interested in like photography and like art and games and stuff and like especially like you get it through a lens that's like not you know american um i think it's pretty dope and interesting um is is there no time like in between the game that you can just like walk around and look at stuff um there might be like another mode that does that i can't remember or like it might be unlockable i'm not sure but the I only fucked around with like the main like campaign part of it, I guess. Um and that's all timed. This game's cute. It's just like really cool I guess Pokemon Snap. Not saying that Pokemon Snap's not cool, but that's what I'm getting <laughs> from it. Um yeah, this game looks I'm like looking at the pictures right now and the lighting in this is pretty. Mm-hmm. It is so pretty. Yeah, and it's cool. There's, like, you can, like, fuck with, like, the... I don't know photography words, but you can fuck with, like, the lighting and, like, the filters and stuff and the contrast on the photos. Um, And you can get, like, different, like, amounts of money based on, like, you know, if your photos are cool or not. Um, So, yeah. I don't know anything about photography, so I don't really understand how to take, like, photos the game likes, but... Does it have like? Does it feel like knowing about photography would help? 
Yeah, I feel like, because it talks about, like, like when it grades you, it has, like, different shot composition names in the grades mm. and stuff. It'll say, like, like moody landscape or something like that, you know? Mm. Um, so I feel like if I was more familiar with, like, you know, those kinds of, like, like what those shots usually entail, um, and, like, what the composition is, like, I, I truly know jack shit about photography, like... Dia did send me some, like, uh, Ansel Adams stuff, I think. I think that was who it was. I can't remember. She sent me a photographer, like, 101 thing that was really interesting, but, yeah, I still... Photography is, like, a totally foreign concept to me, so... I struggled, but I still think the concept's very cool. You feel like you're a better photographer now, though? Oh, God, no. (laughs) So this game does not teach you how to be a better photographer. This game, I feel like this game just expected me to understand (laughs) photography, and I said, I'm dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Kayla, take pics of me. (laughs) So this game's like a cool hipster photographer that just, like, hands you a camera, and it's like, just do it. Pretty much, yeah. Like, you, like, like, the first level is literally, like, like, the game's like, all right, you ready? And you're like, yeah, and it's like, okay, go. (laughs) And you're oh, like, no. oh, okay. Like it shows like the, it does like the tutorial, the controls, like it tells you like, oh, like you click this to like, you know, do whatever. Um, but like, yeah, it's just like, all right, go. And then it's just like, here's your bounties, like figure it out. So, which I think is cool. Like, again, like I think it's really neat conceptually. I'm just like a baby. So, um, it just did not it did not work out for me because I suck at finding objects in a space and I know jack shit about photography. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this, uh, this game looks really cool. I would play it just to see how it is, but you telling me that they just throw you into it scares the crap out of me because I need things to be slowed for me or I get overwhelmed. Um, the nice thing is if, like, if you fuck up a job, you can just, like, restart it. Um, so, like, you do have to, like, I think they're usually, like, seven to ten minutes. So, um, it's like, I mean, like, it's not a huge time sink, you know? What was the hardest job? Uh, the first job, you're on, like, the roof of, like, a building that's under construction. And so you're taking pictures of, like, all the stuff that's at this construction site. Love that. Love that for me. My God, we what what is it for? Does it tell you what the jobs are about? Is just some guy just asking you like, "Hey, I'll pay you this if you just do this." Yeah, it's literally just like here's a list of your photo bounties, and then like you take those, and then like any additional pictures you take, you also get money for. Okay, All right. the style is definitely very cool. Like it, it kind of like reminds me of like almost like a, a Blendo game sort of game, mm-hmm. where like it, but like a little bit more pixels <laughs> or geometry. Yeah, it's have. it's very geometry y. Um yeah. it yeah. And it's cool too because like when you finish a job, like it also like factors in like how much film you spent, um, and like takes it out of your earnings and stuff. Um because like eventually fair. you can buy like different lenses and stuff. Um, photography is definitely expensive. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Yeah, I definitely want to I've been meaning to check it out, and this, like, yeah. So you would you you would recommend it? I would. I think, like, I'm more and more, I'm leaning harder into, like, just, like, being super into games that are just interesting, and, like, I think this is definitely that, even if I didn't have, like, a blast playing it. Like, it, you know, it made me think, so. It's still fun. 
it still fucks. This is cool. Um, yeah, like in the spirit of Monty and I growing brain cells this year. Um, <laughs> this, is an this is an acquired taste. As you, as you puff on your like extended cigarette with like the long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a bitter pill, but. Well, thank you, Caitlin. This this was great. Um, I'm gonna talk about this game that I'm excited to talk about, but also like had mixed feelings for. Um, so Never Song. It was made by Serenity Forge, and I played it on my iPhone, and I think that was a perfect way to play. Honestly, I think when I play platformers on my PC, it makes me too angry. So on my phone, I don't think I can be as angry because I can't just throw a phone because um, they're expensive. So this game is like Pinstrip and it's also like Hollow Knight. And they're games that I have both have not finished. Um, Hollow Knight is hard, so I do not blame you. I also have not finished it. It's It's so much and people really like it. It's so good. <laughs> Can't how wait long for the sequel? <laughs> how long did it take you to finish Hollow Knight? Oh, um, see, I see? probably I'm, well. I mean, you probably finish it shorter than you know, uh, within a certain amount of time. But it's also like one of those things where yeah, you could just also just like fuck around for a long time. And it's like I a great like that's the first Hornet fight. Yeah, um, no, that's like that's for real though. Like it, like the the difficulty it is not like there's no curve like it i mean there's a there are definitely harder fights in the hornet fight and like in the first few boss fights but like that's just how it's gonna be like the whole yeah. game <laughs> um but it's so pretty it is pretty it is it's really a, pretty yeah. and the music is really fucking good it's so yeah. conflicting it's like you want me to like hate you but i can't i can't <laughs> it's just you're so good why um yeah, so it this game kind of played like that. Um, Never Song is a game about a kid named Pete. He just woke up from a coma, and he's trying to find his missing girlfriend. Um, right off the bat, I noticed kind of like the writing. Um, it, it was a very like 180. I went from like a short hike, which was like very, I guess, like millennial humor, um, very like I want to say tongue-in-cheek, but, like, it was just very funny and very comforting for me. Um, Never Song kind of hits, like, the dark humor route with, like, very dry humor, and that's something that doesn't sit, well, like, well with me. Um, I love dry humor, but when it goes dark, I kind of just roll my eyes. And this game kind of went that way, so it was very hard to, like, understand whether or not, like, do people hate Pete? Is Pete in a coma for a reason? Or is everyone just assholes and this is, like, their way of being funny to each other? Like, it never really tells you. Um, the art, though, in this game is very cute. Uh, very creepy, but very good. The coloring is something that really stood out to me while I was playing it. The amount of orange that they use is so good. Uh, the boss fights, you really don't know what kind of boss you're going to run into. I know with, like, other games, there's, like, a theme that you hit, and there's a boss that fits that theme. So, let's say, like, 
I don't know, there's, like, an American theme. Like, you're probably gonna hit, like, this, I don't know, like, a big, burly, like, Uncle Sam-looking guy with a big top hat. Um, This game doesn't do that. You kind of run into bosses that, like, are super wild, super kind of, like, a Mad Libby, and that really, really interested me, and that's what made me want to keep playing it. Um, Another thing is the piano music. So Pete is a musician, and there's a rule around town that you can't sing. It's not allowed. And I don't know why I haven't reached that part of the game. I'm going to keep playing it. But um, the piano songs and sequences are really good. You have to find music to play because it helps you progress into the story. So I know the first thing, like the first piano song that you find you go back to your piano you play it you get a skateboard and you're able to like glide things a lot faster and not just walk the whole time um if you like pinstrip if you like hollow knight if you like platformers in general play it it's really it's really pretty and the music's really good um the dialogue doesn't sit well with me but i know it'll be fine with other people especially if you played pinstrip it kind of like hits that sort of tone but I recommend it. It wasn't my wasn't my tea, but I know it for sure it's for others, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. Also because it's a mobile game, and I want to talk more about mobile gaming because I think that's important because accessibility. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's what I have to say about. Is it this on game. Apple Arcade? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, it should be. That's where I played it. I think yeah. back like it was like a month or two ago, but it should still be there. I think Apple Arcade games honestly stay there forever. I haven't seen one kind of go away. Um but yeah, it was a lot of mixed feelings with this game, but overall like I'm still liking it. I still want to finish it. Um I want to know what happens to this girlfriend, but like it's just very like nothing's going to be nice. You're not going to hit like a nice tone or a kind hand in this game at all. So I'm hoping for that because I kind of feel bad for Pete, but I also don't know what he did, and maybe he deserves it. I don't know. I can't trust. I can't trust video games these days. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that kind of has like a like a Tim Burton esque like yeah. Mhm. Yeah, it's just I guess more color. Um, but it's it's really cool, and I I had a lot of fun at playing on mobile. I think it's really good. Um, especially if you're just kind of like in transit and just like need something to like kind of have your mind on something else. Oh yes, that that thing we all do now. Yes. Transit. Uh, <laughs> maybe later in the future. Who knows? I don't know if I'm ever getting on the MTA ever again. Dude, <laughs> I saw the pictures of the chairs in the stations being cleaned, and yeah, there's five cleanest it's ever been. I never in my life saw that chairs be that bright i didn't know they were that color <laughs> i thought they were just always dark wood that's crazy i wonder if they did boston cleaning because i haven't heard about boston transit too much and i was there for a while i'll have to do some research later but yeah guys we had a freaking solid list of indie games once again we're just hitting it this year 2020 <laughs> might suck but the indie games they're they're delicious they're great yeah, the indie games are fucking keeping us fed in this shit show of a year. <laughs> Please, eat your food. God. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, yeah, Yusuf, thank you so much for joining us. I know this is a very, like, loosely show, but I hope you had fun being on here. Um, I did, I did. No, I think it was, I think it's my favorite kind of podcast. Just 
talking about games. It's just fun We're just, just we, fun we This talk. is just where we vibe. This is where Monty <laughs> and I come to just vibe. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to be part of the vibe for an hour. <laughs> Thank you. Where can people find you? I am YumiU on Twitter. And yeah, that's that links to all my other stuff. So yeah, just hit me up on Twitter if you would like to follow me. Um, I write for Bullet Points. I write for Unwinnable. Um, I work for Patriot Act with Hassan Minhaj. It's a good show on Netflix. You should watch it. True. Yusuf does good work. We just work. It's so I'm good. I'm always busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Caitlin, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CG and ARs. And you can find me at Fried Monty. Indie Mixtape is a product by Uppercut where you can find on all social media under Uppercut Crit. If you'd like to chat with us and friends, make sure you join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review us. It helps out tons and we appreciate it so much. Caitlin, you want to do the Patreon? If you're feeling extra frisky, you can support us by going to patreon.com slash uppercutcrit. And if you pledge at the $7 or higher tier, you can have your name read just like these fine people as one of our Patreon producers. So, shoutouts to Dale, Chris Edderton, Jesse Vitelli, Eric Sapp, JV Gwaltney, GameCrash.co.uk, Adept7777, Tyler McCall, Optional Objectives, Michael Diaz Suarez, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eric Jin, Eli Berg Moss, Adrian Arock Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Sean Martin, Jesse Peterson, New Mayor Osman Alamine, Jared Shu, DJ Kento, Cam Koenig, Quinton Hoffman, Abnormal Mapping, and Mikey Phillips. Woo! Thank you. Yeah, that's we did it. Woo! All right, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah.